Welcome to Through Thick and Skin, a podcast about two sisters in business together on a mission to demystify skincare and aesthetic medicine, your online resource for unfiltered truth in a very filtered world. We're your hosts, Megan Patterson and Aaron Jensen. You might know us from Instagram, where our business, The Treatment Skin Boutique, has garnered followers through the ever-popular Mondays with Megan story series for offering insight on skincare and treatments in an easy-to-understand, candid way. Backed by the expertise of aesthetic PA, expert injector, national National trainer and brand builder Aaron Jensen. We are here to drop knowledge, cutting out the bullshit, while making you laugh along the way. Welcome to Through Thick and Skin podcast episode number five. I'm your host Megan Patterson, and I'm Megan's sister, Aaron Jensen. <laughs> I love how you introduce that. It's like I am your sister. I'm like, not Aaron Jensen, PA Allergan Galderma trainer. You're actually the sister to Megan Patterson. I am. That's my claim to fame. Thank you. I didn't even make her say that. That was really cute. I appreciate you. Thank you. So it's already March, you guys. Mm -hmm. What the fuck is going on? Um, We are approaching spring. Mm -hmm. Um, Spring break. Spring break. What was your best spring break in college? When I went to Chacawa, a Virgin Island in Mexico, and drank mezcal for the first time and passed out and woke up in a hammock with a Canadian guy like three days later. You were in the hammock for you three asked, days. You asked, right? You asked. No, for real. I'm not kidding you. So in Mexico, when I lived in Mexico, their spring break is called Semana Santa. Mm. And it is a big deal. Like everyone goes on Semana Santa. Like it is. What does that translate to? The Holy Week. Oh. Um, Semana's week, Santa, Holy Got Saint. Um, so me and my friends, we were living in Querétaro, Mexico. We're like, let's go to Oaxaca, which is like a really long drive away, like a 24-hour bus ride. And we couldn't afford the really nice bus, so we went on the stinky bus that took the long way. It was nauseous. Like 24 hours. Yes. Once we got to Oaxaca, we had to get in a little, um, we had to get in a little uh, lancha, a little boat, a little motorized boat. So we landed at the bus stop, took a two-hour cab ride, got in a lanchita, took a little ride to a Virgin Island. I was literally the only American on that island except for my friend. And this Canadian guy, uh, the beer was cheaper than water. So we got wasted. Uh, this was when I was 21. Um, and so, uh, it was amazing. They were like DJs on the beach. We slept in hammocks and it was a proper spring break. No Daytona beach bullshit. It's better than no have a suit. No, no, no. It was amazing. I have some incredible memories wow. from that, uh, that trip and it was totally worth the 24 hour bus ride. Wow. So what about you, Miss Square? Oh, so I for sure did several SWAT trips, if you remember those. Oh my God, I was not even ratchet enough that for That was SWAT. just like, like, what does SWAT even stand for? STDs wanted and transmitted. Yes. <laughs> That's what SWAT, S-W-A-T, okay, So SWAT was just these trips where you paid like $300 and you went to, they're like snowboarding trips in Mammoth. This was one was to San Felipe. We had an eight hour bus ride. Um, down to San Felipe, but we got there to our luxury hotel and they served bean and cheese burritos. That's your favorite though. Three meals a day. I was so basic. So mad at it. <laughs> she loves bean and cheese burritos. But it was like, oh, it was so gross, but so fun. That's like, perfect for yeah. an 18 year old. Yeah. Absolutely. All you need is tequila and a little bit of food. Yeah. And I was good. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So spring break nowadays looks a little different for most people. Yeah. I don't have a spring break because I don't have kids. I don't, I, my life is a spring break. It is, yeah. You don't have to worry. That's so nice. You don't have to worry about um, school schedules. No, 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 no. All I have to worry about is my Orange Theory schedule, my Reiki schedule, my therapist schedule, and my hair schedule, and my massage schedule. So that is a lot to kind of maintain. (laughs) But I have a really good organization system, so I have it under control. So you can squeeze it in. Yeah. I mean, I have my chemical peels on a schedule. 
You do. Yes. Like I have, I'm uh, not kidding With you. your spray tans. Yes. I know you. Like I cannot get a chemical peel then get a spray tan because Mm-mm. my skin will be falling off with my spray tan. So I'll look like an orange mess. Yes. I'll look like a lizardy, uh, fake tan, hot mess. So that leads us into our topic. Mm-hmm. We are going to talk to you guys all about chemical peels today. Yes. The good, the bad, the ugly. We How- should have said that together at the same time. So do it again. Okay. The good. The good. The good, mm-hmm. the bad, the and ugly. <laughs> we'll practice so that next time. So a lot of people are really scared of chemical peels, but mm-hmm. chemical peels are fucking amazing. Yes. They can transform your skin in the best way possible. And in my opinion, can give you results for most people just as good as, as laser treatments for a fraction of the price. Absolutely. And chemical peels for... I think I think chemical peels and wrinkle relaxers are give you the most bang for your buck. Uh-huh. Like oh, if I had to choose yeah. only two things to do for the rest of my life, seriously, if I only had a choice, it would be those two because I think that that maintains my look. Mm-hmm. Like it slows down the aging process better than anything. And I didn't start doing chemical peels um, until I started working for the treatment regularly. I mean, mm-hmm. I think I did some salicylic acid peels in high school when it, with my acne. Um, I did a vicious laser with Erin in um, when she was at her old office, and mm-hmm. it was it was brutal, you mm-hmm. guys. Like I should have taken a pain pill before that treatment. And I think Erin was being like, "No, no, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. Just chew on this popsicle stick while I burn the shit out of your face." I, I was like holding on to the bed, gripping my nails into it, nearly ripping the plastic on the chair. Um, it was crazy. And yes, my skin looked great afterwards, but like the pain and the burn victim look I had, I mean, I would go to restaurants and people be like, Oh God. Mm-hmm. Like when I would order my, and they'd be like, Oh my God, I'm so sorry. And I would just play it off. Like I was yeah. Samantha from sex in the city, but it really was brutal. Yeah. A laser. Well, and you know, obviously you didn't pay the street value for it. Oh no, no, no. But I'm if a- you did, you probably would say that it what wouldn't be worth it to do it again if you yeah. pay full price. A laser's what, pain. like a thousand, twelve hundred dollars? More than that. For I mean, a, I'm paying like you thousands you of dollars to hurt me. To hurt me. And what's underneath? Baby skin. I can get baby soft skin with a combination of acids. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And so that's kind of like at the treatment. Um, I'm sure, Erin, you've ran into some people who have a specific type of condition that laser might be a good option Absolutely. for them. Absolutely, yes. And you'll be straight up about yes. that. And say, I don't have a laser. So go, I refer you out to this person or just search on Google and find somebody who does that type of laser yes. uh, near you. Yeah. But in general, they, we can take care of most skin concerns with the services we have here. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's kind of break down chemical peels a little bit. Um, so what chemical peels are, to get all scientific with it, go ahead. it is uh, something called chemo exfoliation. So using chemicals to exfoliate the skin. Mm-hmm. So what we use, we use a caustic agent, which would be the acid, to exfoliate superficial layers of the skin. And it's intended to do it in a very matter-of-fact way where it's replicated and we can predictably know how much of the skin it's going to peel off. Um, that's why we don't want you guys to do chemical peels at home because if you don't apply it in the right manner, you're going to have half of your eyebrow fall off if you're putting too mm-hmm. much acid there. That's why I don't bleach my hair at home. No, there are some things you don't do. No. You shouldn't do your own bikini wax. Uh, never. <laughs> you shouldn't bleach your own hair at home. No. And you should not do your own chemical peels yeah. at home. You know, I mean, if you are a hair girl, I mean, of course, I, yeah, even I know hairstylists that they don't bleach their own hair because no. they're going to get a bald spot. I don't give back. myself my own chemical peel. Yeah. And I could do it. Exactly. Totally. So we just don't know the level and the intensity and, and chemicals. I mean, the amount of acids that we put on somebody's face, it's at a very high percentage. Yes. Hence, it's done in a professional environment that's regulated. And what you do at home 
it, you can't safely do it. No, no, not at all. No, no. And so there are different types of chemical peels to mm-hmm. give you different types of results. Okay. Um, so let's break down the ones that are out there. Okay. There are very, very light superficial peels that you can do. Um, those are things with acids called lactic acid or a very light glycolic acid. Mm-hmm. These are type of peels where you're not really going to peel from it. Yeah. Like kind of describe what you go through with when you have it done. Well, a glycolic peel for me, that is like, pfft. I'll do a glycolic peel like right before I go to a photo shoot. Like mm-hmm. glycolic peel is a very quick, easy, brightening, no downtime type of peel. So when people hear chemical peel and they're like, and I mentioned a glycolic, they're like, ooh, that sounds invasive. Mm-hmm. It's a peel. And I'm like, no, you don't understand. This is like yeah. a lunchtime peel. Yeah. So a glycolic acid, uh, there's no flaking. There's no peeling of the skin. There's no shedding of the skin. So I call that like the intro. That's the starter pack yes. chemical peel. Those are for people who are like, I'm afraid to do a chemical peel. And so then we offer them a glycolic. They're mm-hmm. like, wow, there's a very subtle brightness that's happening to my skin. Yeah. I didn't notice any flaking. I didn't notice any peeling. And then I'm like, I told you so. And that's technically a peel. And this is something at like 10 to 20% glycolic. Yes. And we'll talk about the stronger ones because glycolic can get pretty intense. Yes. But at a lower strength, it's very light. And you can combine, glycolic is the type of peel, glycolic acid peels are the type of peel you can combine with other mm-hmm. mechanical exfoliation. Yes. So there's a chemical exfoliation with the acids, but a mechanical exfoliation like with a skin blade or dermaplaning or even like a microdermabrasion, mm-hmm. like a dermasweep. So that is my go-to combo because my skin is super tolerant. Yeah. For some people, they might not be able to handle a glycolic acid plus a mechanical, like a scrape or a buff. Mm-hmm. I can and I love it. Yeah. It keeps, it. that's like my maintenance between my bigger, deeper peels, which is like the mid-aggressive peel that yes. you'll want to talk about. Yeah. So um, like how does an acid peel the skin? Mm-hmm. So how it works is that it does something called keratocoagulation and it denatures a protein in the skin. So it allows for the separation of the superficial layer of the skin from the um, kind of the underneath of the skin. So the acid like cuts the tie. Exactly. Yeah. And allows it to peel up. Well, at the same time, when your body recognizes that your skin is peeling, it thinks it's in a little bit of harm. So what it does is that it's trying to heal the skin and make it better faster. So that's how it helps stimulate collagen, helps stimulate elastin Mm. to make everything tighter and brighter. So it's twofold, taking off the dead skin, but stimulate new skin to grow underneath it, which is pretty cool. Yeah. It sends a message to your body like, hello, I need help. It thinks it's, maybe it thinks it got a burn or something, or like it scraped its knee. Like Mm -hmm. you could have, like that type of injury. Yeah. Um, Although it's an intentional quote unquote injury, it's like an intentional thing. Um, and then your skin, yeah, those are like the beautiful side effects. Like mm-hmm. beyond the baby soft skin that's underneath the the dead layer that's peeled off, you do feel a little like the fine lines are mm-hmm. less noticeable, like the fine the little smile lines. Like I've had filler put in here a little bit, but I can't. I'm I'm always gonna have a little something something because I always yeah. smile. But we did way more filler on you before in your nasolabial folds than when, now when you're getting peels. Yes, that's like, the I truth. I used to come to see Aaron like once a year, and I'd be like, "Fill me up," and I still looked crispy and crusty like a piece of burnt toast. <laughs> and I look at those pictures, and yeah, she'd put like a like would you say a half syringe on each yeah, side? Yeah, on each side. Yeah, yeah, on each side for my folds. And so that's the other thing that chemical peels definitely help with the resurfacing, but also the fine lines. Yes, absolutely. Around here, around the I mean, when I'm pointing around the smile lines, those little C's, those little crescents, mm-hmm. um, and then around the lips, also around the the, uh, the eye, yeah. like the fine lines in the crow's mm-hmm. feet. So what kind of peels are going to do that for us? Um, so the main peel that we use is a Jesner's peel. Um, a Jesner's peel is a great, it's still a 
superficial peel. It's not going to the deeper layers of the skin, but that's a good peel that most people can use for fine lines and wrinkles, for brown spots, for skin texture, all those type of things. Should we mention maybe like if people are like, what's a Jesner's? Who's a Jesner's? Is it a brand? Is it the guy who made it? Yeah. So it's a type of peel yeah. um, that has a so combination. So anybody of yes. like uh, the treatment can have a Jesner's. If somebody's listening in, in Europe, oh, you there's a Jesner's. It, yes. Yeah. Yes. So a Jesner's, it's a mid aggressive. If we're looking at like glycolic, that's like baby mm-hmm. intro starter kit, cute lunchtime. Jesner's is the mid aggressive. And that to me, I, I find my favorite it's the most effective in what I'm trying to accomplish, which is brown spots. I have a very pesky brown spot on my forehead that's just relentless and annoying as fuck. I think I'm going to have to get it burned off or something. Every time I do gestures, my skin looks so perfect and cute and like <laughs> my pores are refined, the fine lines are gone, but this little spot is like it's laughing like a third at me. Eye. Yes, he's yeah. like and it's at the tip of my forehead at my hairline because I'm so tall. I'm just closer to the sun, I think. <laughs> um, but I really love the effectiveness of a Jesner's. So when people call and they ask about Jesner's or peels, they're like, I really want that peel you're talking about, Megan. Your skin looks so amazing afterwards, mm-hmm. but I have absolutely no downtime and I cannot peel whatsoever. You don't understand. I'm a model. And I'm like, well, <laughs> take a week off, bitch, and get a peel because you cannot get these results no. With something as light as a glycolic. No. Well, it's kind of like saying, um, I want to go to the gym and work my butt off, but I can't sweat and I don't want to wash my hair. Like there's just mm-hmm. things you have to do yeah, to get sure. results. Wow. That's a great analogy. I mm-hmm. dig that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, as you were saying with the Jesners, it's a type of blend. It's blends of different assets, yes, right? Yes, exactly. So how the timing of a Jesners, a lot of people want to know how that works. Yeah. So when you have the Jesners applied, you look fine. Um, sometimes we'll put a layer of retinoic acid. I love that layer. Which is an extra exfoliator on top of the skin. It is yellow though. So if you don't have the retinoic acid, you look fine. Go do whatever. If you have it on, you look a little yellow. It's still fine. It's not terrible. You look a tint, but it's like an even tint. So it's not like people are... I mean, if anybody says anything, they're just rude. Yeah. Like who knows what you had done to your face. Um, but the retinoic is that extra kick for people who can tolerate it. Yes. So some people come in and say... I want uh, the retinoic kick like Megan keeps talking about, but they have very sensitive skin Mm -hmm. that's frosting. That's where the esthetician, because the estheticians are the people who apply the Jesner's peel. Um, They're going to have to slow it down and take it easy because there is a risk, Mm -hmm. which could be the bad with the chemical peel. Yes. And we'll get there. We'll get to the bad. We're on all the good right now. Okay. Uh, so with so when the peels applied, you look pretty good. The next day, your skin looks bomb. Tight it looks, and shiny. Yeah, tight, shiny, because all that skin is separating, ready to come up and peel. Day three is when you want to keep your social plans to a minimum. So say you do it on a Thursday, you look good on Friday. Saturday, Sunday is when you're, the most aggressive peeling is happening. And the peeling will start where you have the most movement. So usually around the mouth, around the lips, and then work its way up the face. Mm-hmm. Monday, you're still kind of peeling a little bit. Most people, three to five days. But day three and four is when you're going to have the most peeling. And I also tell people, though, that this is not typical for everybody. No. We have some people who want to peel like Megan. And then when they don't, they're like, well, I didn't peel like Megan. Well, first of all, I have the skin of a trucker yes. and I can tolerate a lot of layers of acid. Mm-hmm. I have built this up. My skin is tough. Ask Nico. Nico does my mom's skin as well. And he says, we are the baddest bitches when it comes to acid layering. <laughs> we don't flinch and we could take it on. 
But if you have a reaction that your, if your skin has a reaction, the esthetician sees it, you can't, you could totally feel fine. Or you could be a liar and be like, Oh, I feel fine when really inside. Yeah. If you're it's on- too fiery, you need to communicate it with your esthetician that yes. you are uncomfortable. It's, it's just like if you're at the gym and if you're doing a move or lifting a weight, you don't yeah. want to lie to your trainer and, and just push through it. Like, you know, a no, no pain, no gain with your skin. You have to be careful. Just communicate and say on a scale of one to 10, and they'll ask you this mm-hmm. on a scale of one to 10, I'm feeling at a fiery 11. Mm-hmm. Then they will neutralize the peel, which is turning it off. Yes, exactly. Yeah. 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 So, you know, uh, just because you don't peel doesn't mean you aren't having an effective result. Yes, exactly. It's, it's for different people. But yes, typically I always tell people like, Get your peel applied. No working out or showering for eight hours. Mm-hmm. So what I do is I do it at the end of the day. Go to sleep with it on. Yep. Wake up the next day, tight and shiny, looking bomb. Put on foundation. Nobody notices a difference. Mm-hmm. Friday afternoon, I'm checking out at Trader Joe's, and I feel like I'm melting. <laughs> yeah. Like what? Like a gremlin or something? You know, like when right. you throw water on it and it's like. Wah! And the clerk is like, "Did you do another chemical peel?" She knows me at the Trader Joe's. She's like, you did another thing, didn't you? Because it's just flaking off and, mm. you know, you can kind of pat it back on there with some cream and stuff like that. Never pull it, just trim it or it, it falls off naturally. But that's what you want to be pragma- or uh, practical about it and mm. kind of be strategic and plan it. Or if you don't care, some people just simply don't care. No, no. Well, that's the best way to handle it. Like who really cares yeah. what you look if like? If anything, like- I make people feel like bad about probing. I'm like, yeah. how dare you? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. what if I have a really like rare uh, skin disease? Yeah. I would never like, just like when a woman is nine months pregnant, I never refer to her pregnant belly. People say shit though. Like, it's like, what, how, what made you think you could say that kind yeah, of stuff? Yeah, you know? of course. Like if you're breaking out or yeah, like, like, what's wow. wrong with you? Yeah. I hate when people say that. What's wrong with Why do you have that spot on your face? It's yeah. like, fuck off. I don't know. Oh gosh. Yeah. So anyway, sorry. Mind their business. I digress. <laughs> we went on a tangent. Maybe we have had that happen to us. Maybe yes, when face. somebody thought I was pregnant in the line at Save On, when I was just wearing a, a, a skirt as a dress because I was so sick and it looked like a muumu, and this old man was like, how far along are you? And I was mortified. Did His that really wife, happen? Yes, it did happen. Oh I was God. sick as hell. I was in line at this Save On here in Upland, and I had on, you know, one of those back in the, those like maxi skirts are really popular. Yeah. I was so sick. I did not give a fuck. I pulled the maxi skirt up as like a tube dress. Mm-hmm. So yes, I I, and I got a belly. I have an apple-shaped body. So like, whatever. Not far-fetched, right? I'm not in the mood. I have no bra on. I'm wearing a skirt as a dress. And I'm in line, just kind of weaving back and forth, waiting to get my meds. And this old man's like, in a really nice way, he's like, oh, we'll let the pregnant lady go ahead of you. How, how far along are you? And his wife was with him. And I looked at him. <laughs> and the wife was like, oh, Robert, she is not pregnant. You should have not said that. How dare you? And I was in such a daze that I was just like, <laughs> I signed something to him. I signed language to him. Like I was not even, I did not have the energy to fight with this man. So I have Aww. women who have huge bellies. They're pretty much crowning. A head is popping out of their vagina. But you're never going to ask I'm them. never going to say no. anything. No. You never know what somebody's going through. No. You know, like they could have a tumor, whatever. So never comment on somebody's appearance. You know, like, um, yeah, so wow. keep your thoughts to yourself. I could not keep my <laughs> thoughts to myself on that one. So who cares about your peeling face? Yes. Okay. That's what I tell a lot of people. Yeah. There are a lot of people though, who, if they're client facing or if they're literally a model, like we do have some girls who are models yes. and we're very realistic. Yes. Like if you have to look picture perfect, give yourself a two week window or something yes. like that with injectables or mm-hmm. anything. But this is why we're bringing this topic up right now, because you guys need to get ready for summertime because you cannot be in the sun when you're going, when you're doing peels. Yeah. So you want to start prepping your 
your skin now so it's ready for summertime. Yeah. So, but when the summertime comes, you have to be very protective with the physical sunscreen. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, you are wasting your money and your time. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's just the melasma is going to come back, the hyperpigmentation. So, you could do peels year-round. It's not like there's a specific season, Mm -hmm. but it is going to be easier to do it when the sun sets earlier in the day Mm -hmm. so there's not as much sun exposure during the day also when you are not sweating yes so even if you're under the shade at a kid's baseball game or something like that you're still sweating that's not the best for your peel Mm -hmm. um and just also like the heat like your when your skin's exposed during a chemical peel it does feel tender Mm -hmm. it feels tender to the touch it feels a little hot it feels like a sunburn Mm -hmm. essentially so that's not comfortable during the summer so uh if you start now you can get a good maybe peel or two or like a peel and a microdermabrasion Mm -hmm. dermasweep before summer so you could have that dewy makeup free or makeup light look for summertime which is i think what we all want yeah and you really want to try to squeeze in a series of peels before summertime what I tell people is after one peel, your skin will feel better, but after three peels, your skin will look better. Mm. So it does take time. You know, one peel, it's not permanent. It doesn't fix all your sins. No. So you just have to think about it. This is just going to be part of your maintenance routine. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. So if you look at, like, I loved calendar. It's one of my turn-ons is my iCal. Um, and so... <laughs> you were so quick on the iCal. <laughs> hey, Megan, you want to go to dinner? Yeah, hold on. Accept be... invitation for Megan for dinner, Friday night at 6 p.m. I'll be driving with like, my damn, knees. girl. And I'm like, I pull up my iCal, and I'll be like, Siri, create an invite. Please highlight it under the orange, which is categorized for family with Aaron Jensen. Yes. And this is at the Claremont location, Mastro's. That's where we're going to go for dinner. I'm all about my calendar because it gives me a semblance of control mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. a world I have no control yes. over. So, so calendar your peels. Calendar your peels. So I mm-hmm. literally have for the next few months, I have a chem- I'm have getting a chemical peel tomorrow. Then three weeks later, I have a derma sweep. Mm-hmm. Then I have another chemical peel. Then I have a microneedling with transemic acid. Like if I want these results, mm-hmm. I have to maintain it. Yeah. Just like doing filler is not going to keep your lips plump for the rest of your life. Doing a chemical peel is not going to keep the melasma away. This is constantly something that you have to upkeep. Yes. So you have to have maintenance, but there are some things that you do less often. So something like our Cosmolon peel that we have. Ooh, that's the big mama. Yes. Reigning queen of chemical peels. It just works so good. Is the Cosmolon. It's called the Cosmolon. It is very, very specific, very special. Mm Erin's, would you say your personal favorite? Yeah, I mean, no, a Jezzer's is my personal favorite because, because it's like the workhorse, like it's good. But the Cosmolon is very special for the right type of person. Yeah. If you battle with melasma or pigmentation, it's like off the charts. So what's melasma Amazing. for nobody who knows what that melasma is? Melasma is pigmentation in the skin caused by hormones plus the sun. So if you see any of these brown patches on your skin, they're going to be bigger patches versus little spots. It typically affects the cheeks, the forehead, the upper lip. Um, if you lived in a cave your whole life, you would not get melasma because you need the sun to trigger it. Mm -hmm. But if you have hormones running through your body and things that make it worse are pregnancy, birth control pills, that is going to make you more prone to melasma. Um, I suffer from melasma, you suffer from melasma. And once you get it, it, you can only control it. There's no cure for it, unfortunately. What? Sorry. I suffer from melasma for the rest of my life. Well, it's at least it's Erin has kids. So after each kid, she just looked like a dirt face. (laughs) I did. Like it was was bad. bad. My cheeks look like bronzer. Just like 
a bronze patch on this and like apple and like a, a poorly Ugh. placed bronzer. Yes. So like a bad makeup job. Yes. But and what sucks is that when you're pregnant and nursing, you can't do all the fun chemical peel no. stuff. No, no, you can't. No. Mm-hmm. So where me, I, you know, I got that ten year set it and forget it IUD. So I do all the fun stuff. I can do whatever I want, <laughs> and that includes um, I did a cosmolon myself because mm-hmm. although I don't. Because I didn't have that like surge in hormones from giving birth to a child or whatever they do to you, um, I but I did expose myself to sun and you know it just we're prone to it. Maybe yeah. it's, is it a genetic thing? Yeah, it is. It, yeah. Does mom have it? I don't know. I don't know. Um, but anyways, Not really so much, yeah. the the thing with the Cosmolon though is that it is a very yes. intensive peel and there is a dedicated thirty day time window where mm-hmm. you have to. Um, it's a gnarly ass peel. Yes. And I tell people that, and you'd think that would like turn yeah. people off or turn people away, but melasma is so devastating for mm-hmm. some people mm-hmm. that they're like, I don't give a fuck. Like I'll no. de- make me do it on a handstand. Like I will go run down the street naked if you could. And this doesn't promise a removal of melasma because melasma, you could do a Cosmolon and be stunning and smooth and gorgeous and even, but then your melasma will come back up. Yeah. So it is still maintenance. Yes. So it's something required maintenance. you would do a Cosmolon maybe once a year and you have upkeep the rest of the year with other products. Yes. Um, what Cosmolon is, it's a mix of like every acid you can think of, but it is fortified with an extra strength bleaching agent, a, a strong hydroquinone, a prescription strength hydroquinone. So we fortify and have it prescribed for each patient individually yes. based on their needs. Um, when it's applied, it looks like peanut butter, mm-hmm. like straight peanut butter, and you have to wear it for eight to ten hours on the skin. Yeah. So day one is just shot because you—that's what you look like. Yeah, I mean, like we sell, um, we sell coverage that can can. I mean, it's like a paparazzi visor, essentially, where you can go pick up your kids or like for me, I wear it and I feel like it draws more attention when I'm in the store because people wonder like, oh my god, who is that? Is that like? Brooke Hogan? <laughs> is that Anna Nicole Smith reincarnated before she did Trim Spot? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, people don't know who it is, but at the same time, it's like, yes, you have to take it easy. Also, mm-hmm. you have to sit upright, so you can't get this done and then go lay down. Yeah. And for some people with darker skin, they can wear it longer. So mm-hmm. like 10 to 12 hours mm-hmm. for like African-American clients because melasma isn't just specific to white girls. No. All right? No. Asian we, women, yes. Latinas, African-American women, yes. melasma does not discriminate. No, not at all. Not at all. And so um, some people ask like, is this chemical peel okay for my skin type? Like I'm a black girl. And it's Mm -hmm. like, yes, we we also do patch testing. If you're ever nervous about that, Mm -hmm. if you've never done a chemical peel, we can test it on a different part of of your skin. That's not your face. We've Mm -hmm. done that for, we have a model and she's, um, uh, uh, Arabic or she's like Palestinian and mm-hmm. she was very nervous about trying a chemical peel. So we did a patch test on her arm to make sure that she reacted. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, um, the Cosmolon is intense, yes. but we offer it. Erin like is a stand for the Cosmolon. She oh, loves love the it. Cosmolon. I love it. I love the, my Cosmolon experience was amazing. Um, I would say like the week, the one week after was gnarly. Like yes. gnarly. I mean, I only saw my my homegirl, and we went to the movies. But again, it's like day three, four, five. Day three, four, yes, it's absolutely doable, and yes. that's not to scare you. I almost say like push it, push yourself, and give it a shot. See if you could handle it. Mm-hmm. Also, you know, it is an expensive peel because it is 
made to order. Yes. It's blended specifically for that person. Mm-hmm. It's not sitting on a shelf. You cannot buy this at home. There is a Cosmolon that's offered online, but it's not the fortified version no. that we can offer. No, and it's shit. It doesn't work. It does not work. Don't no. waste your time. It's like no. 400 bucks. We've on tried e- it. Like- yeah, it's 400 bucks on eBay and it's a waste of time. Yeah. The magic bullet in it is this hydroquinone fortification mm-hmm. and you cannot do that unless you are yeah. a medical professional. Yes. And it also includes an at-home system. Yes. So it includes a bleaching cream that you'd at, use at home. Mm-hmm. Um, so the you know standard price anywhere you go is going to be at like between nine to twelve hundred dollars. So mm-hmm. it does seem like a lot of money, but it's cheaper than laser treatment. Yes, it's more humane yes. than a laser treatment because you don't. It stings a little bit. It feels spicy. Yeah. But a laser is like. Over and over and over, and you think you're done, and then they do your upper lip, and you're dying, and you're blacking out from the pain, and it's like <gasps> that was my personal experience. Cosmolon, you put on the at-home kit, which yeah. is like a baby jar of the product, and you're like, ooh, this feels picante, you know, it feels spicy. Mm-hmm. So you could put a fan on it to help cool mm-hmm. it, or you could even put like a dry ice pack or like yeah. a dry bag of peas, mm-hmm. and that's it. And you look a little orangish. You look like you have a bad self tanner on. Yes. But you can rub it in pretty good and put makeup over it. It's yeah. really not that bad. I was it's when you get up close you can kind of see the peeling happening, but Cosmolon changed the game yeah. for me. I had um one of our clients, you know, I saw her at uh, OTF and she was like, Erin, like in the middle of the set, look at my face. It looks so amazing. And so for someone to stop you in like the middle of a workout yes. and it's, you look so good and you're so vulnerable then because you're like sweaty and look like shit anyway, so you have no makeup yes. on. She looked so damn good. Yeah, and really with, yeah, with no makeup on. Like, mm-hmm. I think that's what everyone's goal is. I'm not anti-makeup at all. I no. love the way I feel with the beat face and, like, a super contour. But, like, I want to look like that when I wake up next to a random guy. <laughs> I, I, I want to look. And that's what Cosmolon, cheek filler, chemical peels can help mm-hmm. you achieve. Mm-hmm. You know, where you feel now, or, like, when you come out of a pool. Yes. You want to look good coming out of a pool or coming out of a workout. Yes. Like, I don't want people to see me in makeup on and be like, Damn. I want them to see me with my tinted moisturizer and my makeup on and be like, well, she looks good both yeah. ways. No one wants to be putting on concealer before they go work out, you know, just hell just, no, you know, cause no to, to cover way. things. Yeah. yeah. So Cosmolon is, um, something that you, you air in the PA hat. You have yes. to see somebody, a right? uh, medical provider. Well, yeah. we consult you, we order it for you, we apply it for you. So that's on the medical side of things. So we take care of that for yeah. you. Yeah. Um, so yeah. that's the that's the big mom appeal. Yes, um, there are a lot of people interested in it, but they get very scared away about the downtime and the recovery. But Aaron and I have both documented our journeys. Yes, you can go to the treatment. Instagram and you can see on Cosmolon highlights, you can mm-hmm. see what we went through and have a good expectation of things. Yeah. And also like we're, we do everything ourselves. So yes. we're not going to offer anything that we haven't done personally no. to experience. So, I mean, the only thing I haven't done is Botox for sweating. You don't, you're not really a sweater though. No, no. No, but someone in the company has, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. It's tried and true by someone who has that issue. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, I mean, the Cosmolon, the good is that, I mean, with an, I, I said it, I did it on the 1st of uh, September to get prepared for our, our cousin's wedding. Mm-hmm. I looked so bomb <laughs> at Derek's good. wedding. Yeah. I was blown away. And that was the night you took video of me dancing on the dance floor. And we got like the most views ever from the treatment. <laughs> I don't know if you noticed that, but, um, my skin was super smooth, even out. I felt like I didn't need much foundation. Also what uh, a side effect of a chemical peel is a refined pore size. Mm -hmm. Now, a lot of people say, well, this get rid of my pores. You cannot get rid of your pores. No, 
Why, that's how your skin breathes, right? Exactly. Yes. So the oil comes out of you. Yeah, you could get rid of your pores by using Facetune if you really need to. If it bothers <laughs> but then you, you look much. weird. Yeah, you look flat. Yes. Where pores are natural, mm-hmm. pores are required, but you could help the appearance of them look smaller. Yes. Because you're essentially sanding down that top layer. Yeah. And sanding down to get all the excess gunk out of them and the dead skin on top of them they yeah. can appear smaller i think the uh, the opening appears smaller yes of a of a pore because everything's smoothed down everything's smoothed down exactly it's like it's peeling off that top layer of just poor choices vegas you know bachelorette parties mm-hmm. you know i i get it like looking and feeling tan is it's sexy like I love, you know, I look at pictures of myself and I feel like a good tan can make you look like 10 or 15 pounds lighter. Mm -hmm. But when I see girls my age in my mid thirties without a hat on, without reapplication of sunscreen, I, I feel like the square I always hated. The Mm -hmm. tables have turned. Yeah. But you just know, you see what the damage looks like and what the skin looks like and it motivates you even more. Yeah, it absolutely does. And so chemical peels, uh, you know, the the good is that they can be a tremendous tool in your arsenal. Mm-hmm. And even if you say you don't have the downtime, you could even do lighter glycolic peels. But also, the person you go see for these glycolic peels will be realistic with you. If you yes. have really bad melasma, you're going to probably need a little more help. Yes. Because melasma is hormonal. It's triggered by heat, mm-hmm. sun, mm-hmm. even what, sauna, Bikram yoga, mm-hmm. hot yoga. Yeah. So, so you could be in the shade the in 120 degrees. But heat can stimulate it. Oh, yeah. people yeah. don't like that. People don't want to hear that. So that's the good. The bad would be don't get a bad peel. Go to a professional. Mm. Don't do it at home. Make sure someone is taking care of your skin who knows and understands your skin type. Yeah. And the, well, uh, that, yeah. with the bad though, we have glycolic peel pads. Yes. And because we should explain it. And yes. I tell people this all the time. So glycolic peel pads, they have 10% glycolic, mm-hmm. which makes them medical grade. They're effective enough. They have enough of a power to them that you could see a difference. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They are hugely popular Yes, for men, women. I mean, people love them for their chest, their back, their booty. I'm telling you their bikini line. We had one model use it on our bikini line. It's the shit. It's like a brightening chemical exfoliant at home. But what we use in house it's at a higher percentage. Yes. And yes. that's the difference is that the higher percentage peel is going to get you a little bit of a better result, yes. but you can't do it at home safely. No. Well, glycolic, you can go 35, 70% oh is really gosh. strong. And glycolic can be really spicy in the wrong hands. Like it can be a little sketch. So you just have so to make So can sure. you get a, a burn? Absolutely. You can get a burn. Um, when again, done in the wrong hand. So if you apply too much of the peel, you apply too many layers, you apply too much pressure, you do it on someone that hasn't stopped their retin-A. If, if, if oh, everyone who's on retin-A lies about it. I, know I, I got my eyebrows waxed in San Francisco in college and I wanted them waxed so bad and you would put me on retin-A, uh, cause Aaron was my derm PA since ever. And, um, I, she was like, are you on a retinol? And I was like, no. <laughs> she and I lied. Off. She lifted my skin and the horror on her face, that poor woman. She was like, oh my God, it's okay. It's okay. I have Neosporin and I wasn't mad at her. I yeah. lied to her. This poor woman had me sign a form saying I'm not using retinol. Do you she, know when people get pissed though, even though they do that and they lie on their skincare? Oh, I know. I lifted it. I just, I paid her, tipped her and ran out into the alley. I was so embarrassed. <laughs> I was so mortified. But then I've seen other girls with it and I'm like, I know what you did Mm -hmm. when you see that little scabby above and below their eyebrows like i did the same thing as you yeah so yeah just be honest be honest yes with your esthetician Mm -hmm. also don't try to like fight through it like if you feel Mm -hmm. a reaction we will ask you what what do you feel on a pain scale one to ten if you're like it's eight to ten we're gonna stop the peel 
because and we when want you say you to be stop safe. the peel, we should explain. So, yes. like, when you're lying on the bed, is it a sheet mask? Is it a cotton ball? Like, what is it? Is you just spritzed on your face? How does it come? No. So what we do is that you mentioned we neutralize it. So we take it from an acid and turn it, and we neutralize it so it's not acidic anymore, which stops reacting on the skin. Um, we can use that by washing the face or using a neutralizer on the face. Mm-hmm. Um, and then depending on the reaction of the skin, we might use things like ice or cortisone creams or a cooling mask or just depending on the severity. Yeah. And again, we are very conservative, but just everyone's skin reacts differently. But the nice thing here is that we have medical professionals. We can hold your hand through the reaction and make sure that everything looks good. But we are thoroughly evaluating your skin, making sure that it is prepared so it hopefully doesn't have that reaction. And these are rare, okay? I don't want to scare everyone with like burns and your face is going to, you know, burn off. That's not the case. Um, And again, it's just a reason, more of a reason to come to a professional Mm -hmm. setting. Yeah. And also listen to the esthetician when they say you're good at one layer. Yes. Because some- Don't fight them. Yes. Yeah. Some people will be like, I want more layers. I want four layers. Where the esthetician can see something on your face that you aren't feeling or you're lying. You're saying- because some of you, the same type of people who want a fiery-ass chemical pull are the type of people who exfoliate eight times a day. Yes. Where they're just like, scrub it off, burn it off, burn it to the ground. Yes. Where it's like, relax. Your mm-hmm. skin is reacting in a way that the esthetician can see and you can't. I think we should start with one layer. Mm-hmm. And some people might be like, well, fuck that. Like, I spent this much money yeah. and I want more. Where it's like, we're going to save your ass an hours yes. by being conservative yeah and then we can reevaluate this in a week or two and then if you want to come back we'll kick it up a notch trust your professional yeah please trust your professional because if we did if i did everything a patient tells me to do there'd be some messed up faces out there yeah so it would be mine (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so that is the bad the ugly would be you can look a little ugly for a few days but it's not that bad you know it's It's a state of mind it's It's like it's i just don't i mean i It'd be one thing, like, if I was in a relationship, I'd be like, okay, boo, like, I'm going to be in my peel, and he'd get it. He'd be like, all right, I get it, you know? But if I was single, I just, well, I am single. I just, like, I know that's going to be my off weekend. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to take it easy. I'm going to go to the movies with a girlfriend who totally knows. She's like, oh, shit, Megan's peeling again. Yeah. You know, like, I go into a movie totally, like, greased up because I put all my cream on. I come out looking all flaky, and she's like, girl, go to the bathroom. Put your cream <laughs> you on. Gotta- she gets it. it. <laughs> yes. And also, you know, we live in a city. Well, I live in a city like LA where it's not, you know, I, I see girls with bruised lips all the time and I'm like, girl, I know what you just did. <laughs> I know exactly what you did. But with chemical peels, you can be a little flaky. Mm-hmm. Cosmolon is a pretty intensive peel, um, but it's just part of the process. Yes. Yeah. It's something you have to embrace mm-hmm. and understand because- to get good results. What, is there anything out there with no downtime that gives you incredible results? Botox? <sighs> Yeah, Botox, probably. Everything has the potential to have some downtime. Yeah. So don't get worked up about it and just accept it. Yeah. It's all going to be good. So is there any like cool or interesting ways you do chemical peel or you use chemical peels like in a a non-traditional or something that's kind of forward? Well, I mean, you can do it on different types of the body. So we have actually have a client who was burned at another location on her back from a chemical peel. And we have been doing the Cosmolon on her on the back to lift some of that pigment. And it's been doing incredibly well. Yeah. So with the Cosmolon on the back, you have to like wear pretty much like a backless dress or top. And then we put like saran wrap on top And we put saran wrap on top because you got to sit in your car with your back away from it or have somebody drive for you. 
Um, but this woman, she takes it super seriously. She's been doing a few cosmolons. Mm-hmm. But people ask, can you do the neck and chest? Yes. Mm-hmm. We have uh, a tennis instructor. She does her arms. Mm-hmm. We have some people, like you could do uh, prom season for teenagers. Yeah. Salicylic acid. Oh, yeah. We didn't even talk about that chemical mm-hmm. peel. Um, so salicylic is an acid in a salicylic acid peel. Mm-hmm. And salicylic is good for acne. Why? It helps kill bacteria mm-hmm. and helps exfoliate the skin, which clogs the pores, which helps cause acne. Yeah. So I don't necessarily do salicylic peels because I don't have active breakouts. I do a Jesner's because the Jesner's has not only a little salicylic in it for the exfoliation, yeah. it has a little retinoic, it has lactic. Mm-hmm. It's like a nice blend yes. of acids, um, all of which have different different effectiveness but mm-hmm. for me it smooths me out i feel like it lightens my brown spots yeah. and i just love the mid-aggression of it so i could still like have a life be mm-hmm. seen in public you know for the most part because the cosmolon i just i kind of hide in the shadows a little bit yeah. for a month but um salicylic is really popular for teenage girls mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. prom season it's really homecoming yeah. yeah well it just also helps their back yeah if they're really concerned, if you have any teenagers in your life or, or, or as an adult, if you have a lot of bacne, mm-hmm. um, salicylic acid peels are great because nobody knows you're peeling. So no, you can, when it's all, yeah, enclosed. Yeah, so you wear, you know, you get it okay. done, you wear a tank top out of the office, and then your back is peeling, but nobody knows. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Get that, do that before dance season, though. You want to do at least three. Yeah. Because that's what, Aaron has a great point. Like, with a lot of these things, it's not just one time we'll fix it. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, and I don't even like the word fix, but... You have to do things in series to see a tremendous And you result. have to trust the process, too. Mm-hmm. You just have to trust we know what we're doing, what we're recommending is honest and gives results. Results vary. They definitely do. But treatments coupled with skincare products are going to get you really good results. Yeah. So, you know, if you, like, just like she said, like, if you are finding a hard time treating your hyperpigmentation with just the stuff you have at home, kick it up with a chemical peel. But if all you do are chemical peels, but you're not protecting your skin at home, mm-hmm. you're just wasting money and time. So it's like really the combination of the two mm-hmm. is what's going to help meet your skincare goals. Yeah. So, I mean, so there's acid that's poured all over the face or wiped all over the face, but what do you use like TCA for? Uh, so TCA can be used at different levels. Um, there are TCA peels that we apply to the face uh, old school, we would apply really, really super strong TCA. You almost have to be put under anesthesia for what that. The f- so we don't do that as much anymore. Um, we actually, our SkinCeuticals line has just come out with a new TCA peel. I'm not super familiar with the protocol, so um, I will let you know that really soon. But we actually use a super concentrated 90% TCA to drop into ice pick acne scars that can help stimulate collagen from underneath the acne scars to help build those in. Oh. So it's not applied all over the face. It's spot treated. Well, that brings up a good point. So acne scars. Yes. So we are talking mostly about hyperpigmentation because that's what we suffer from mostly. Mm-hmm. Um, I do have acne scarring, but it's not ice pick. Yeah. So this is a great uh, challenge. How do you describe an ice pick scar to somebody who's listening? So an ice pick scar is like a little hole in the skin. Like someone took a tip of a pencil and went poke, poke, poke in your skin. Yeah. Um, almost, yeah, like a really, really enlarged pore is what it, it looks Yeah, like. exactly. So it's very commonly, I mean, it could be all over the face, but I find like sometimes in people around their temple, mm-hmm. it's a, a lot of people get it there or in their cheek. Mm-hmm. So with the TCA, you're saying this 90% concentration you put a little bit in the center mm-hmm. and that is going to... Yeah, and remember what we talked about, the uh, initial chemical reaction, how it helps separate the skin, stimulate collagen, produce elastin. It helps fill in the scar from the base to lift things up. Yeah. Now, chemical, light chemical peels in general don't help acne scars 
and ice pick scars or ice picks. So like the we're not talking about like like PIH. Yes. Yeah. There are brown flat scars and there more is indentation in the skin. That we have to address with fillers and chemical peels and lasers might come into play with that, but the ice pick scars we can use TCA on specifically on those. Yeah, and ice pick scars are really hard to treat. Yeah. Yeah, and coming in for a consultation is really good. We can help yeah. you with that. Yeah. So yeah, there's like those indented acne scars, but then there's also acne scars for people who just get a pimple and there's a red spot. Yeah, the flat Forever. ones, the chemical peels help those. Yeah, more chemical so. peels help those yeah. as well. Yeah. So, um, so, so, yeah, there's lots of different things that you can treat uh, with chemical peels. Now, the the other bad about chemical peels is that you can't do it if you're knocked up oh, or nursing. You can't do much. Nothing fun. No, and some people will say like you can do like lactic acid, but in me in general, why mess it up? You know, yeah. I don't know. Why like, do so? Um, when people ask like. <laughs> When people ask, like, why can't you do it? Like, what, you know, there's no testing. Like, well, that's the whole point. There's no testing. Yeah, who's going to test on a pregnant Yeah, who's going to sign up, like, please test the acid on me and let me see how my fetus turns out. Yeah. No, it's not. Gonna, <laughs> no. It's just, yeah, it's it's totally, I know, I know people are like, but I need something more effective. It's like, baby girl, you need to use sunscreen and relax and enjoy <laughs> your pregnancy mm-hmm. and then worry about it when you're yeah. done. It's yeah. unfortunate. Yeah. So, the good, the bad, and the ugly of chemical peels of chemical peels well thank you so much guys for listening to our fifth episode of through thick and skin um we hope you learned a lot about chemical peels if you have any questions you're more than welcome to ask them on our instagram through thick and skin podcast also make sure to subscribe to our youtube channel and subscribe to our podcast and spread the word and tell your friends thank you guys thank you until next time